Experts says only a slim chance of lithium mine opening in Carlow. Article by Michael Tracy. The odds of opening a lithium mine in Carlow and Wicklow are very low, but the incredible demand for the metal is driving exploration. Blackstairs Lithium Company, BLC, a subsidiary of the Chinese giant Ganfeng Lithium Corporation, made headlines last month after residents along the Carlow-Wicklow border objected to a renewal application to the Department of the Environment, Climate and Communications to prospect for lithium in more than 150 townlands over a 50-kilometre stretch of south and east Carlow and County Wicklow. Billed as the Avalonia Project, the area stretches from Burris in Carlow to Stratnakelly in Wicklow and takes in Michel, Clonigal, Kildavan and Rahanna, parts of Mount Leinster and the Wexford border. Consultant with BLC, Canadian John Harrop, has worked with the company since it first began looking at Carlow and Wicklow a decade ago. There are sporadic prospects along this 50 kilometres, said Mr Harrop. Some of these were well known since the early 70s. We have found a couple more. At this point, we don't have a location, hand on heart, that we can say there is a mineral resource there. Mr Harrop said that finding a deposit that would lead to mining was inherently a long shot and the project was still at an early stage. Even companies only picking advanced properties, this one wouldn't be considered an advanced property, a 1 in 10 success would be considered extremely good. Typically, 1 in 20 or 30 would be considered good. Finding a deposit was one challenge, but navigating environmental, social and legal issues around it would be another, stressed Mr Harrop. He said the Avalonia project was a long-term operation and Blackstairs Lithium's parent companies were not demanding imminent returns and results. We just need to move, move ahead slowly and see what goes on, he said. The demand for lithium is based on forecasts for the metal, which is commonly used for batteries in electric cars and smartphones. The level of demand is eye-opening. Car manufacturers have forecasted their lithium needs by 2025, but there is simply not enough known lithium to meet these targets, according to Mr Harrop. We don't know where enough of it is, and even if we do know where enough of it is, you're stuck. You can't double the output. It's more like farming than mining. Residents at Moilisha Hill on the Carlow-Wicklow border have raised concerns about potential mining, citing the impact on landscape, environment and groundwater. Having met some of the locals, Mr Harrop said, I understand the concerns. I agree with them. There is nothing not appropriate around them, especially the water. He said BLC was already working on groundwater monitoring so that drilling would not be damaging. Mr Harrop said environmental screening has also been carried out on the exploration works. Exploration drills can go down a couple of hundred metres at an angle, but no more than 150 metres straight down. Landowners need to give permission to BLC to carry out exploration work. Mr Harrop said virtually all landowners so far had permitted the exploration, with BLC happy to share soil results with them. He said that any future mining operation would likely to be underground where there would be little visibility from the surface and little impact on the landscape. Mr Harrop mentioned that the largest zinc mine in Europe was in Navan, County Meath, but if you were driving by road, you wouldn't know it was there. Lithium is a tricky metal to detect due to technological limitations compared with zinc and copper. 
Essentially, lithium looks a lot like the rocks around it. A lot of work in Ireland has gone into researching ways to accurately detect lithium deposits. Work we have done in Ireland with research is assisting us in work we are doing in Newfoundland, said Mr Harrop. A decision on BLC's licence renewal is expected in a month or so. Pending that approval, Mr Harrop said soil sampling would continue for the foreseeable future. He expected BLC would be using new exploration technology funded through Horizon 2020, the EU's research and innovation programme. This technology can look deep, without surface disturbance by using electrical and magnetic methods to look into the ground. Mr Harrop believes in his gut that there is a significant lithium deposit in the area. However, he did not know if BLC would be the company that finds it. There is luck involved. You throw all the science and technology at it, but some of it happens. Did you have a good day and pick the right place to put a drill hole? We'd like to find something, but we are aware it could be someone after us. Barrow Blue Way proposals ignite heated debate at special meeting. Article by Suzanne Pender. Members of Carlow County Council have voted in favour of retaining the possibility of a blue way along the River Barrow in a heated debate on this ongoing contentious issue. At the recent special meeting of the draft Carlow County Development Plan 2022-28, known as the CDP, the issue of greenways and blueways was raised. In her report, Chief Executive Kathleen Houlihan had recommended additional text to be included within the new draft CDP in the section relating to greenways and blueways. Among her extensive recommendations was a call to assess the impacts that might arise from increased visitor activity and rigorous site or route selection studies in any future development of greenway or blueways in the county. Councillor Tom O'Neill proposed that the CDP retain its original wording in relation to blueways and greenways. In other words, not to include the additional recommendations of the Chief Executive. His proposal was seconded by Councillor Fergal Brown. This original wording states, It is the policy of the Council to promote and facilitate the development of greenways and blueways at appropriate locations in the county through the utilisation of disused transport links and routes and or existing linear open spaces such as riverbanks, as well as opportunities to integrate and link such routes with towns, villages and communities in the county and existing or proposed such routes outside the county subject to compliance. A second proposal by Councillor John Casson called for the CDP Greenway Blueway policy to be deleted in its entirety from the CDP, which was seconded by Councillor Adrian Wallace. Councillor Wallace remarked that the concept of a blueways was a trend and popular at the moment, a bandwagon people were jumping on, when in reality a natural and wild experience alongside the natural habitats of a river were what people actually supported. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue quickly retorted that there wouldn't be a bandwagon at all if our esteemed colleague wasn't driving the wagon. Councillor Arthur MacDonald added his belief that Carlo shouldn't miss out on the opportunities for walkways and cycling paths that other counties were availing of, while Councillor Michael Dorn pointed out that for three months of the year the River Barrow was currently unusable for many people. If we don't do anything at all with the Barrow Track, we won't have a Barrow Track, he warned.
Councillor Andrea Dalton suggested forgetting the idea of a blue way, but was adamant that the council did have a duty to protect the River Barrow. She urged people to work together to both improve and maintain access in a sustainable way and forget the term blue way. Councillor Andy Gladney stated that he was no way in favour of a blue way and was highly critical of Waterways Ireland's current attitude to the River Barrow, pointing to a bridge that they still haven't fixed. Councillor Willie Quinn supported Councillor Casson's proposal, adding that from Clashgany to St Mullins, the River Barrow must be retained the way it is. He added his belief that Waterways Ireland can't be trusted. Referring to his own recent walk along the Barrow, Councillor John Murphy said the section from Lachlan Bridge to Milford was not accessible to all, and there wasn't a chance in hell of someone in a wheelchair or buggy being able to use the Barrow track. Councillor Tommy Kinsler referred to the extensive flooding that occurs on the River Barrow. Councillor Charlie Murphy said it was frightening to see the river in full flood, while Councillor William Patton said that he was in favour of a sensitive and sustainable development of a walking route to allow people of all abilities to use the Barrow track. Councillor Tom O'Neill's proposal was then put to roll call vote, with councillors Fergal Brown, Michael Dorn, Arthur MacDonald, John MacDonald, Ken Murnane, John Murphy, Brian O'Donoghue, Tom O'Neill, William Patton, John Pender and Fintan Phelan voting in favour. Councillors John Casson, Andrea Dalton, Andy Gladney, Tommy Kinsella, Charlie Murphy, Willie Quinn and Adrienne Wallace voted against. The motion was therefore passed by 11 votes to 7. Councillor Casson's proposal was then put to a rollout vote, but it was defeated by 12 votes to 6. Finnish Ambassador Pays Visit to Carlo, article by Suzanne Pender. Economic investment, sustainability and the historic links between Finland and Carlo were among the topics discussed when the Finnish ambassador visited Carlo last week. Riley Lachnalampi, Ambassador of Finland to Ireland, was welcomed to county buildings by Cahirloch of Carlow County Council, Councillor Fintan Phelan. Also in attendance was Anne Mutanen, Deputy Head of Mission at the Embassy of Finland, Dublin, while Senior Executive Officer with Carlow County Council, Eamon Brophy, represented the Executive. Ms Lachnalampi has worked internationally in several roles and she has extensive knowledge and experience of foreign and security policy matters. It was a very productive meeting and a lot of topics were discussed, including the economy and economic investment, said Councillor Phelan. We also discussed climate change and sustainability, as Finland is one of the world leaders in this area. So it was interesting to look at that and their perspective on it, particularly in areas like smart energy and retrofitting. Councillor Phelan also informed the ambassador of the historic link between Carlo and Finland and their nation's role in the electrification of this country, which changed the face of rural Ireland. Paddy Dowling from Tin Ryland, who was a key figure in the ESB's rural electrification of the country and was also awarded Carlo Person of the Century, went to Finland to get the poles that were then used all over the country, explained Councillor Phelan. Those poles from Finland were used from the 1940s and in many cases right up to the 1980s. She was very interested to hear that, he added. 
During her visit to Carlo, Ambassador Lachnalampi also visited St. Leo's College, where she met students involved in an EU project with a specific focus on Finland. During her visit, the Ambassador also met Mayor of Carlo, Councillor Ken Murnane, and Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor. Rezoned land gives green light to firms' expansion. Article by Suzanne Pender. A decision to zone an area of land outside Carlow Town as industrial to facilitate the expansion of a well-known engineering company has been given the go-ahead. At a special meeting, the draft Carlow County Development Plan, the CDP, 2022-29, members voted in favour of zoning New Acre at Thigh Road Carlow industrial against the advice of council planners by nine votes to six with three abstentions. Thompson's Engineering is located at New Acre, Athai Road, and it is understood that an industrial zoning would ease the way for future expansion and development plans at the site. The site, which is beyond the town boundaries, is currently unzoned. Councillor John Pender proposed that the land be zoned industrial, pointing out the engineering business involved wanted to expand to boost its competitiveness within national and international markets. Councillor Pender stated that the council should facilitate the company's expansion plans and the prospect of increased employment. He also said that the land at New Acre was zoned industrial in a previous CDP but was removed for reasons that were unclear. Councillor Ken Murnane seconded the proposal, describing Thompson's as a well-known and long-established Carlow business. He also questioned why the industrial zoning status had been removed. Director of Services Michael Rainey pointed out that the site was outside the perimeter of the town boundary and therefore in a rural location. He stated that Carlow County Council would look favourably on any application for development from a rural business if the scale is compatible with the character of the area. The matter was then put to a roll call vote with Councillors John Casson, Andy Gladney, Arthur MacDonald, John MacDonald, Ken Murnane, John Murphy, Tom O'Neill, John Pender and Finton Phelan voting in favour of the zoning. Councillors Fergal Brown, Andrea Dalton, Michael Dorn, Tommy Kinsella, Charlie Murphy and Brian O'Donoghue voted against, while Councillors William Patton, Willie Quinn and Adrienne Wallace abstained. The motion was therefore passed. The matter is now subject to further public consultation when the CDP goes on public display.